I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi! Welcome to Scam I'm Caitlin Brodnick. I'm Sue Smith. And And we we love love scams. Guys, we love scams. We love you. We're all surviving. Uh, here we are again. Somehow we're all alive. No, it's a good thing. I shouldn't take it for granted. But I just feel like every week I'm like, wow, things are this still, is still happening. happening. This is still our reality. It's very bad. Yeah. yeah. And little things are blowing my mind. Like our downstairs neighbors, we live in an apartment building, are moving. And Alan and I for a second were like, oh, there's a change about to occur. Like, it's not a big deal. People come and go in New York all the time. But our neighbors are moving. I just gave them a bunch of fresh cut flowers from the garden. I was like, oh, my God. Now I have to think about how to introduce our new neighbors. But all the, the flowers are yes. gone out of the garden because I gave them to the other neighbor. Like, I'm... There's a lot going thoughts. on. There's And it's not that big of a deal. But because of COVID, every little change is a big deal. Um, I will say I am still pregnant and it shouldn't be for much longer, hopefully. So you guys won't have to hear about this for much longer. But Actually, I did, your thing's much more important than mine. No, no, no. But I <laughs> so did please. make a big movement, like make a big decision to go to the Target, the new Target in Hollywood <gasps> by myself this week. And boy, did that take it out of me. <laughs> it was too much. Like I can't. I just don't have the mobility for it. And then I was like doing this self-checkout and I had to ask the guy to help me three times. And then the third time he was like, oh, the pregnant lady wants me again. Oh my God. You should. You should have first sat in one of those motorized carts and <laughs> told everyone to get out of your way. I should way. have gotten a cart. I should have gotten a cart. That I scanned myself. You should have gotten a cart. Yeah. Did I 
I thought I told you this, Sue, but I don't think I did. When I sprained my ankle, I went to Target with my mom in a motorized cart and I kept running her over with my cart. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure that was not intentional. (laughs) I was always like, I was like, oh, maybe I can move her her cart up a little bit more, but I would always like click it a little bit and it would it would just slam into her. She had bruises all over her body. I'm sure that was (laughs) an accident. Definitely accident. Oh. But guys, we got to get to our show because our guest is so fun. And I want to hear him laugh more because it just gives me joy. We have the best guest this week. He is uh, the nicest man yes. in comedy. He um, is the author of several books. He's a writer on Jesus Miro, and he hosts a game show, comedy New. game show podcast called Make My Day that comes out every Tuesday. Yes. Please welcome. So exciting. Josh, Josh Gondelman. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hello. We're so excited. I'm so excited to be here. My upstairs neighbor is moving. And I'm like, what are you, superheroes doing that now? Yes. It's so impressive to me. It is. And then also a new person's coming in and it's like, are they going to play loud music? Like, I feel like wow, an old it's time a lot. lady. It's a lot to process. It's a lot of thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious because I, you know how you have those thoughts where you're like, because well, my upstairs neighbors have uh, two kids. One is like a teen and one is a tween and they get up early. I think they play sports. So they're just like 530. I'm just like, thud, 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 thud. and it's like, you know, that's just like no. what kids yeah. do. It's not, I'm not like mad at it. I'm never like hitting the ceiling with a broom. It's apartment living. But yeah. I am like, yeah, exactly. But I am like, Oh, maybe that'll be better. But like knowing this year, it'll be worse where they're like, actually, it's just a whole apartment full of Roombas that run 24-7. Right, it's like a exactly. Roomba <laughs> testing facility. So you just hear 24 hours a day. I feel like that's 2020. It's like, how can it get much worse? Oh, yes, surprise exactly. again. Playing Mambo music, just going grid to town. Yeah, I, ours are huge potheads downstairs, which like at first I was like really anxious about because it like the smell. I was like, what if my son associates home with just yeah. tons of weed? Yeah. <laughs> like what if he grows up and goes like home sweet home? But it's fine. I've embraced it. And now I'm like, well, who knows what kind of other things that downstairs people will do now? Like what could be worse? What could be worse? It could be the smell of crack. And I don't know that smell yet. You know, is and this what heroin this smells like? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, wait, I've told you really exciting news. He pooped in the potty. And for any parent listening, it I didn't realize how excited I was, you guys. Like, I stared at that poop. It was like a huge poop in the potty. And I was like, this is the best moment of my life. Wow. That's <laughs> wow. incredible. I never had the nice. same personal, you know, parent attachment. I don't have children of my own, but I did. I used to teach preschool. And there would be days where there were kids, you know, because my <laughs> younger kids, they were uh erratic yeah so they were they they were toilet trained but sometimes they lost track of their training and just decided to wing it. <laughs> yeah. right 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 they passed it was one of those training courses that you just do online and you click through <laughs> yeah yeah right University they passed they weren't like they didn't yeah. grasp it mm-hmm. necessarily they just had to to get certified mm-hmm. so there yeah, yeah so yeah. there were days where i was like oh thank god you made it <laughs> All right, that's the latest from us, Josh. Welcome to the pod. Perfect. Happy to be here. Josh, you brought us so many scams. I'm very excited. So I, I like, I'm not an expert. Like, you you two are such experts. We are. And you, like, go deep yeah. in scams. You, like, study scams. I realized that I'm just, like, constantly almost victimized by just the lowest sure. grade scams. That's okay. And I, most, I mostly don't fall for them, but sometimes I, like, super do. So... The one that's been getting me recently, this is just like I'm a rube. If you see me in public, 
Try to trick me. It'll probably work. Give it a shot, guys. Yeah, just just do it. Email me from a fake address. Say you're a cousin. <laughs> I'll be know. nice to I'm you. Like, that's who he is. Yeah. He's so nice. <laughs> it, that's I'll, Sure, yeah. Oh, you need me to, to send you a, bunch, a whole bunch of yeah. DVD gift cards <laughs> sure. or whatever? Sure, yeah. So this is the one that's been getting me. And this is like the okay. this is like going to be a how-to for scammers because it's so easy Great. that if any scammer is listening, you'll be like, oh, I could just do that. We, so, I'm sure we have scammers listening. People do study. Perfect. Caitlin, I don't know what your building situation is like in New York, but I we we live in a building with like eight apartments yeah. and there's like a buzzer to get in the front door, but no video components. So we can't see who's there. And once you're in the building, you're in the building. There's not like a second yes. door. And it's not like a fancy doorman building. So Same. we don't even have a buzzer. You can just walk right in. <laughs> you can just walk right in. Okay. So when we get packages yeah. they just buzz and you go who is it and then they go amazon yeah. yeah and then they come in and they leave the package and sometimes they used to in the before times we kind of convinced the the regular route people the people who do our regular route to like bring it past the second door which you can just open and like put it around the corner so that you can't just see a bunch of packages from the street sure. but i think during the pandemic they've been i think they've just had more to deliver and so they just kind of leave it in the front vestibule right in and, and you know occasionally i think like supposed to i don't want to say supposed to but i think like you know some of the services occasionally will get something at our door we're on the second floor so go and just like drop it in front of our door again the i think the the people that do this work they're under a lot of like stress they're like totally. essential workers you know what i mean yes, so i don't yes. want to be like they should bring it to my door. That's whose fault this is. But when when it gets when the stuff gets left right in the front vestibule, sometimes you can see, oh, I ordered a pair of sneakers and you can see like the Adidas oh. sticker on it. Right. And which it make and then all a person coming by has to do is hit the buzzer and you go, hello, and they go, FedEx, and you go, all right, and you buzz, and then they can just steal your stuff. Jeez, and that, that's true. That happens a bunch. What have really? you got stolen? I've had at least one pair of sneakers stolen. Ugh. Sometimes it's like stuff where it's like, okay, that's that's got to go. Like, that's who cares? You know, it's like, I'm not going to file a complaint. But we, you know, it'll be like if a box is big, we've had someone like come in kind of like rip open a big tar- And it's not just my stuff. It's like the whole building. So we try to like look out for each other and bring the packages around the corner and whatnot. Ugh. But sometimes, you know, they just get to you faster than, than you get to it. So... It is. I've had a pair of sneakers stolen, maybe two, mm. over the last three years. There's like a package of like pet stuff that's not for our dog that's just like open, and someone stole like half the dog food. Oh which, my like, God. honestly, if you're stealing dog food, you need on it. one hand, yes, half right. Of it. On one hand, I'm like, hey, that's low. But then it's like, well, if you're stealing dog food, it's like you're not gonna flip there's, it. You know what I mean? The dog. There's another eat. story. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also the fact that they only took half of it means that they also have sympathy for the dog that lives at that residence. Yeah. For the dog, right. Well, it's also it's pretty one. heavy, so it's tough to, <laughs> to run off with. Yeah, it's ca- wet food. Um, oh, oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yeah, so, th- but that's one of those things where it's like, it's like a Hemingway story, right? Like for sale, baby <laughs> shoes never worn. It's like dog food stolen. You know what? Keep it. Keep like, it. You know if what? You, enjoy it. Because you're not going to, you're not doing it. It's not like fun to steal dog food. You're not. Like huffing it, <laughs> putting it in a bag, it's huffing cumbersome. It. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's because wet you need to, if you pack it in your pocket. It's because you need to, <laughs> yeah, to feed a dog. So like I get it, but it's it's this happens 
not infrequently. Oh, and no. it's so this let's go a layer deeper. Yeah. Because let's go. a lot of people have those ring cameras that you put on your yes. front door. But those are like now I look I looked it up and they're now like just partnered with a lot of police departments. <gasps> so really? like what? Yeah. Not I not all of them. Can you choose to opt out or opt in? I think you can opt out. Okay. I don't know like what the situation is on each specific one, but like I think they're they have like a deal with police officers. They don't receive ongoing or live video access and you can decline requests, but they they give so okay. The partnerships this is from the Washington Post. The partner the, and this was from last summer. Mm-hmm. They let police request the video recorded within a certain time and area, helping officers see footage from the company's millions of internet-connected cameras installed nationwide. Uh, The company says, this is what Amazon says, officers don't receive ongoing or live video access, so they can't just, like, monitor, which, like, sure. Okay, I believe that. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe it. Um, I don't believe it. Homeowners can decline the request, which Ring sends via email, thanking them for making your neighborhood a safer place. And this was... This number, 400 police departments, was like that came out after it was it it started in spring 2018. And it was they thought that like this is still from The Washington Post. The civil right civil liberties advocates thought that it was like less than 300. But then last year they're like, oh, actually, it's um it's at least 400 police departments <gasps> so that I don't want to like I forget like the, I don't want my stuff to get stolen, but I also don't want a device on the outside of my building that's just gonna be like Amazon can turn it on and send it to the police, which no, is the thing I think yeah. is happening. You know, because once, once you're at that yeah. level, yeah, I I feel like that is such a that's like a low grade conspiracy theory. Is that like if there's a if that's there's probable. a camera, yeah, right. If there's a camera that the police can request access to. Amazon's probably just giving without it your knowledge, yeah. like just at any old time. Amazon is the cops, like for sure they're mm-hmm. working together. They're buddies. So I feel like this is a scam within a scam. Yeah, because it seems the solution to the scam is like a deeper scam. So w- what I've been doing is, and this is such a small thing, but oh, oh, so this is the other thing. There was like some, you know, there was a series, there were a series of notes posted in the lobby that were like, okay, please don't let anyone in unless they. Uh, you know, unless you know them. Yeah. And then it was like, please, if, you know, um, don't, please don't put the packages right at the front. And that, that went by the wayside because people are overextended. Right. And then it was like, please only let people in when you're like expecting a package. But my my wife gets books. She she works um, for, an, for an independent bookstore chain. Mm-hmm. And so she gets, and she has a podcast about books. So she gets sent books from publishers all the time. Ooh, let's plug so her like, podcast. What's the podcast? It's called The Maris Review. Her name is Maris Kreisman. Uh, it's a great podcast. She's such a great interviewer, such a great reader. Amazing. Um, terrific listen. And she has great taste. And so we're kind of always expecting a package, which is our fault. You know what I mean? Like we work from home. Uh, which that's not our fault. That's but it's okay. I'm like, always yeah. expecting a package because I have issues. Okay, but don't <laughs> right. blame, don't blame yourself. It's you fine. Know? Right. I just mean like it's not like oh I just order so many um fancy hats or whatever that I don't right. know when. I need a I need a new hat every day. New hat every day. My I'm I've got a blog called 365 hats. <laughs> and I get a new hat every day. <laughs> and I review it. Damn it. Yeah, I wear it and then I take phone videos of people just kicking the shit out of me when I wear these big stupid hats. Yeah. That's what um, I so there. So the solution is basically like whenever we we have to trust that when someone is like 
FedEx. I'll be like, okay, probably really FedEx. But then I immediately go down. You know, I don't leave it down in the, the mm, vestibule see, yeah. anymore. And so I uh, – but it's like, okay, throw on shoes, throw on a mm, mask because, you know, there's someone down there. So I don't want to, you know, be inconsiderate of their health and and hope that – you know, they're like – hacks like if i open the door and i hear the like bloop bloop of them scanning the thing i'm like that's real okay, this yeah. is a real package that's smart yeah. um yeah and so i can i'll like wait till they go so i don't clog up the little lobby space with them right but yeah so i just like have shoes by the door that i'll throw on and put on so a mask and just like run down like a like a goblin <laughs> just yeah. to take all but also stuff. what are you gonna do like you're what do you have like a bulletproof vest you're like right, uh, right, right, right. that's my stuff and yeah. he's like no fuck off you're like okay you're stealing my dog food. i think mostly it's it's not to like catch I'm not like you don't want to catch catch somebody it's right I'm not trying to catch a predator but it's so that like if it assuming that it's a real thing I'll just get it so that there's not just like tempting stuff hanging out by our front door that would induce someone else to try you know what I mean like but Josh you live in a nice neighborhood why are there so many thieves that's why there's you know yeah they know because it's a nice neighborhood I feel like there's there's thieves anywhere, and it's also like that kind of thing where, like, if people feel ma- are materially disadvantaged, you know what I yeah. mean, or like if it, you want to dealing steal, with poverty steal. or something, yeah. yeah, it's like the kind of thing that, like, it it just like is so easy. It's like such an easy scam that I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this isn't like violent crime. This yeah. is like if the needs there. They will fill that need. There's a yeah. lot of other things going on right now. And- during this and time. if it's like an Amazon package, it costs Amazon nothing right. anyway. So and that's just what I was going to say, Josh. It. Did you do you report all these? Then you get a new one in the I've mail. I've reported one. I reported one pair of shoes, but it's also like because they, you know, I can go like it wasn't delivered, but mm-hmm. then they go, well, it was. Del-. You know what I mean? I'm like always worried they'll be like, but it was delivered. Oh, just dispute it. I've gotten okay. so many things. <laughs> I've got so many things. I don't want to screw over the driver. That's my yeah. thing. No, you're I don't want to screw over the the whoever the the man or woman who's like. Oh yeah, he signed for this, yeah, and then they just left it in, in the trouble. lobby. Yeah. No, yeah. don't worry about it. They they have so many people. There's so many things happening that like we've had so many listeners also tell us about things they've gotten twice because somebody said they delivered it and they didn't, and then it returned to their thing. So don't even. I got okay. an H and M vase that never came. Somebody stole a it vase? while we were a vase. It's a fancy vase from this blogger. She thought it was whatever. It's stupid. It's a I vase. didn't know they made housewares. Yeah, they yeah, made housewares. H and M home. And it was his face, and I got my full refund back, and I just had to complain. So you just had to be a little squeaky. I'll try to be squeaky. You can do because I don't, I, I don't want to screw anyone over. I know. But I do I want to not waste money on stuff that gets stolen. But the ring yeah. doorbell thing, the ring doorbell thing, reminds me of uh, DNA tests. So like, cops yes. use DNA yes. tests too, and they just use it willy nilly to identify criminals, and you don't have to give permission for that. Ugh. Yeah, it's so I don't. Invasive. I've never done one of those. Uh, don't. Partly because I'm uh, intellectually incurious, just you a real care. blank slate up top. Yeah. Don't yeah. care. I don't want to know. Like, I don't want to know anything more than my relatives will will volunteer. <laughs> That's amazing. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't want to be uncovering families. I don't want to be spitting in a tube uncovering family secrets. <laughs> That's right. So funny. I, what information is going to come of that? Where I'm like, cool, and not just like. Right. Grandma, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean. Yeah. Is it really going to help your life oh, no. in this moment? <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, and so, so I'm just like, uh, I haven't done it, but yeah, that's such a weird thing. Like anything that that like turns your information over to law enforcement 
um, without your like knowledge and consent is so stressful to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the DNA tests were originated by I think it was more no Scientologists or Mormons or Jehovah's Witness. I know I'm putting them all in together. Or Amish. Or Amish. There was some religious group that started (laughs) it because they wanted to, I think, baptize people that were dead. There's really guys, I'm sorry. I'll do a way better thing on Scamwell, I'm sure. But yeah, we had a couple people tell us that because you can baptize people that have already been deceased, they're the ones who created the original DNA. So you could find if your ancestors were of that religion and then like I think you get more brownie points the more people that you baptize or bring into the church dead or alive oh my god how much do you have to hate yourself to be like I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna go back and baptize some ancestors like and it's like to also like invent new science to do this thing that is like fully faith-based like not you know I don't even want to say like science mix completely with faith right they could already be in hell they could you don't know where they are they're busy great I'm just gonna like let's just say we baptized great 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 grandpa yes Alan or whatever you know what I mean like we don't have to know in his DNA it's like oh good he's from Turkmenistan perfect (laughs) now we can send him to heaven that sounds like some Mormon shit I know I'm looking it up I think it was. I think Alex told us. Hold on. Um, I'll, I'll get that. I'll get it back to you guys later. Let's focus on okay. you, Josh. <laughs> Josh. But that's one of those sciences. Yeah. I'm, I like am so personally, I'm so credulous. If you were like, hey, Josh, can you just move this like whole couch for me? Just like carry it up four flights of stairs. I'm just not feeling it. I'd be like, totally get it. And I would do it. But like <laughs> anything that's like a new technology, I'm like 1000 year old skeptic. <laughs> Like I'm oh not quite at my the age. My husband is where, like that too. Is it my my dad is like an a, like an OG technology skeptic where like he when we first got a computer with a built in a webcam he was the first person I know who like put electrical tape over and was like I don't want him spying and I was like Great you're out of him. your mind and then like 15 years later they're like oh yeah everyone can just look at that you know like any you can get hacked <laughs> it's like this it's constantly up and you're like oh he was right yes how <laughs> ow, ow yes okay guys. But, it was the Mormons. It was. See, I knew the it. The Mormons invented 23andMe? Yeah, they're using That's it. Actually, that's a title That's a title for uh, one Mormon guy and his wives. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 23andMe. The new sitcom. Yeah. Yeah, new that's sitcom so coming to ABC. Amazing. Wow. Okay. That's Josh, you also got a scam text, a flirty yes. scam text. Okay, I found this I because I was like, I tried to look for it the other day. This was, I thought this was like three years ago, but this is how, just like how long this year has felt yep. that I truly, if you were to be like, Josh, when did you get this text? I would have been like 2017. Right. And it was this January. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which might as well have been 2017. Yeah. Exactly. So, because it, it was such a different era. So I got this flirty text that was like, hey, I heard you're going to be in town. We should meet up if you're around. And at first I was like, oh, I don't have your number. Like, I thought it was, like, a little flirty, but I was like, oh, maybe it's, like, someone I've known since grade school who would, like, call me bait. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, this could be, like, my my friend Laura, who I've known since I was 10. Right. And she's just like, what's up, babe? You going to be in town? So I was like, oh, I don't, I don't have your number in my phone. And so then I get this text. Oh, well, there, LMAO, thought this was someone else I've been speaking to on Tinder from Malden. Forgive me for the confusion. Great. Okay. Sure. We're done. So I think it's over. And I say, huh. No problem at all. I hope you two connect. So genuine. And then I get 
So nice, Josh. So well, nice. that's like, you know, no reason for me to be snippy. This They they didn't do anything wrong. They're like, oh, I thought you were someone else. We want them Easy. to find love. Like, they admitted it was a mistake. Okay. Yeah. This is, so then I get this text. LOL, get to know me better and you can see more. <gasps> oh. Oy, yeah, yeah. Ooh. yeah. Ooh. Was there a picture? Yeah. No picture. Okay. <laughs> so then I say, I think this was to the wrong person too, maybe? And then... <laughs> I um then I get this follow-up text immediately. TBH, I'm a little drunk, LOL. Been really lonely out here. Malden. <laughs> Just like throwing in the name of the city. That's kind of relatable. Malden. Malden. <laughs> yeah. Malden. I'm here for this weekend. What's your name anyways? LOL. Wow. So and I thought I actually assumed at first when I got the response, like when when this person just kind of kept going, I was like, this is a man who thinks I'm a woman. Okay. That's like what's mm-hmm. happening. Because it just was like, I tweeted a screen grab and I just said, this guy has a relentless commitment to shooting his shot. Yeah. And because I just thought it was a guy who was like, fuck it, I'm drunk. Are you in Malden? I'm in yeah. Malden. <laughs> Let's do this. I like texting. And You're texting me back. We're a match. Yeah, exactly. I yeah I so I tweeted it and other people were like oh my uh like my husband got this text too or like yeah someone sent me another one that was not to be <laughs> oh this is so funny I'm excited not to be every other kid in Methuen that just so Methuen is a town in like northern Massachusetts on the New Hampshire border this okay. was someone else tweeted it at me um. Not to be any kid, every other kid in Methuen that just wants to get with you. I want to be treated like a princess. And that's why I said I would spoil you every day. I would let you know every morning how lucky I am to have you and every night. I just really like you. And so, like, it seems like this is some kind of scam. Yeah. Um, Hey there. Hey there, it's Jenna. This is another one. I'm going to be in Bakersfield for the week. We actually got to get together while I'm here. I know you're, uh, let me know when you're free, which is what? like kind of what my first one was. And then the, the this guy said, wrong number. Sorry, this isn't your friend blowing you off. And then the next text was, oh, wow. Excuse the text. I'm sorry. I've been drinking this vacay. Pretty wasted. LOL. I think I texted the wrong number. Can't believe I did that. LMAO. And then this guy sent a picture of like, I don't know what like monster character it is. He <laughs> looks kind of like Hellboy, like Ron Perlman and Hellboy. And then the the person replied, but what is he turning me to on. Do? <laughs> yeah. No, this is definitely someone in another country like trying to get Yeah. Fielding. But they want to meet in person. I don't though. know. I think they're trying to feel tell. these relationships. I think they're trying to get out there. They say like a girl, like they're trying to sort of catfish these people and then Yeah. No, they don't. They want to say that. I'm sure they'll send them video and then say like, "Oh, can you send me 20 bucks for the train or something?" Like then it'll go to money pretty quickly. I bet if you kept going. That's that's what I think. But mm-hmm. so many people sent me – I mean, obviously, nobody's going to send me one. it can be done from a computer in like, another country. Like, it's very yeah. easy. Yep. And if you say you're a drunk woman, obviously, yeah. Obviously, no one's going to send me like, oh, this happened to me, and I sent them $8,000. Right, right, right. I'm way in debt. But, like, so and many people sent pictures, me like – all my naked pictures, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, my nudes. <laughs> <laughs> all my nudes are out. I also – I have been sending nudes to 23 <laughs> oh, I knew <laughs> it. To be like, does this look like anyone you know? Is this one of your wives? <laughs> Can you bless these body parts? Something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Send, send this to heaven. It's like, does this look like my great-grandpa? Oh, got to baptize. <laughs> my great-grandpa and I had similar junk. Can you confirm? He'd yeah. love to be blessed. <laughs> mm-hmm. We would love we to. We would love can to. You, can, I go, can my great-grandpa go to heaven if I assume he looked like this naked? <laughs> 
LMAO. LMAO. I've been sorry, so drunk. Twenty three and me. Wait, said LOL. I'm a woman, Josh. But yeah, it's like very like it's so sinister, right? Because like you're saying, Caitlin, it like preys on guys being like this chick I've never heard of before is drunk. Sick. (laughs) (laughs) But they get a lot jackpot. I'm positive they do. Or, like, unfortunately, also a younger kid, like somebody who just turned 20 or something, is like, wow, yeah. I'm never texted by girls with tits. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And it's so specific. Like, it has the town name in it. Like, yeah. 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 So they must just go by, like, uh, zip code. 555, 555, 555, right. And then just be like, I'm in whatever town yeah. is, like, local to that area. Wild. Yeah. yeah. I wish someone oh, would so follow really- it through and see what they're after. I know. Next time, guys, we'll follow it. Or was- anybody listening, if you followed it through, you can tell us anonymously. Yes. We have a hot tip hotline because you know I love a phone call. 347-509-9414. And you can just tell us. I sent a couple nudes or an armpit or something. Or, like, and $5. Then they ask We're for not going to shame you. Yeah. We, we just want to know. No. Yes, we'll never release your name, but we want to know all the details. I got so many replies. You did? You did? That's exciting. I, did. I So many people, like probably six to ten people oh were like, gosh. this has happened to me wow. as well. And do they all have, are they all from Massachusetts? No, from all over. One was from Bakersfield, so I assume California, but I don't think there's a Bakersfield, Massachusetts. But um, I think a lot of people follow me from Massachusetts, so there are a lot of people like, Malden! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so, it was such a funny scam to me and but nobody got to that point right nobody yeah. sent me the point of like oh hey here's my cash app could you just send me five yeah. bucks for a drink because i'm like getting loose and i'll send you a video or yes, whatever that's what i think it is i think i'm getting scammed this is a voluntary scam but in my facebook groups like i've talked about this before but there's like i'm in like a couple pregnancy facebook groups and the someone anal be, ladies, we love yeah, them. Yeah, the anal ladies. They, they're very pro-anal. They're very vocal about it. And they think anal can induce your pregnancy. <laughs> but They talk all about it. Sometimes somebody will be like, wow. I can't afford groceries or like, I don't have any money. And I'll be just like a couple times I've been just like, what's your Venmo? And <laughs> sent them like some money. Wow. But that could very well be a scammer. And yeah. then this girl on TikTok had this really bad sob story about how she had to go to Peru to get her wisdom teeth fixed during the holidays because her parents couldn't afford insurance here. Yeah. And it it was this viral TikTok. And so I sent her some money for her wisdom teeth. I'm getting scammed left and right. I'm sorry. Yeah. How is she doing? How's her mouth look? Is she swollen? Did it actually happen? She seemed very genuine. Like she just needed a couple more grand to get them done here. (laughs) Oh, God. I know. I'm getting scammed. Wow. But I'm okay. So there are there are things that are like scam adjacent. You know, sometimes a person will like need money mm-hmm. and they'll be like hey can you give me money i'm five dollars short For of sure. this greyhound bus ticket especially home. and they're probably not gonna use it <laughs> like, we know so comedians. many comedians who are always five dollars short but when when that happens i'm i'm always like okay if i have the five dollars and this person needs the five dollars i'm like not gonna worry about or judge whether it's like for the right. bus ticket you know what i mean like that kind of thing where it's like i i know that this is this is not a fully transparent transaction mm-hmm. but it's like try to like you were saying like if you if you venmo someone twenty dollars for food 
And what's the worst that happens is like you're out twenty dollars. Sure. You know what I mean? They use it on drugs. Who cares? But it's not right. your choice to I mean, say what right. they should use it on. Like you can't really be their moral compass. If you want to give, you give and you let it go. And I think sometimes that money in yeah. Venmo is just like your funny money anyway. Like it's not real. <laughs> this just like built up. You're like, oh, I have an yeah. eighty dollar Venmo balance. <laughs> like, I know. Here you mm-hmm. go. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, the <laughs> this is not a scam. This was just a lie. <laughs> Can I tell you about a lie that I saw that yes. was really good? I mean, this was years ago, probably 10, 11 years ago. And I was in downtown Boston. I was in Chinatown. Mm-hmm. And I was in the the T, like about to get on the subway. And there was a guy on the phone who was doing the least convincing scam I've ever heard. Oh, no. Because he's talking to his a uh, 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 lover a paramour sure and they're having a fight he's on a payphone this is how long ago it was he's on a payphone um and he's yelling because it's a train station it's loud but also he's a little heated and he's like i I'm, I'm catching them at the end of this fight or maybe it just went way long but yeah. not the beginning <laughs> right not the beginning of the fight and he's going i don't need you i'm at this party and there's so many I, i'm paraphrasing so many women here Aww. like i don't need you i'm Aww. at this this is a Dummy. um incredible yeah this this party is awesome i can get with any chick in here and then he a train goes <laughs> by. 
It's just like very clear. It's so loud. It's, it's, a, train. it's a train. It couldn't yeah. be anything but a train. Right next to him. And he waits for the train to leave. And then he's just like, yeah, this party is happening. <laughs> it is going on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this party's on a train track. But there's so many yeah, women this, on this train track. Mm-hmm. Come on, ride the train. I'm the train. Here it is. Here I am. Instant karma. That's amazing. That level of lying yeah i think almost rises to the level of scam because to me it was just like so blatant like it wasn't even just like oh i'll be home oh what do you what do you mean i'm i i just stepped out to to get groceries i'll be home in five minutes this is like truly he's having a fight with (laughs) with a woman in his life and is like created this whole situation where his great light but he's like has the confidence to do this from a payphone in a train amazing. station <laughs> amazing i love one that. of the best why not a oh, king hats off hats off anyway that guy texted me to tell me he's right, involved right. In he's not doing anything. <laughs> yeah he's very successful in malden with yeah. all the ladies and trains i have another yes. one if you want this we is another this is one that i've fallen for okay so on an early date with my wife I went to a um, Coney Island Cyclones game with some friends and we left early because I was not invested in that outcome. None of us were invested (laughs) in the outcome of the Coney Island Cyclones game. You know, minor league baseball game, I mean, I salute everybody playing for like pursuing their dreams and being probably an excellent athlete. But I was like, I don't know any of these players, all the Coney Island teams. (laughs) No, you're not you're not named those players. So we left so we left early and we were just walking down the boardwalk, which was a lot of fun. We were with um my friend, our friends, uh, Shinoa and Jim. Shout out to Shinoa and Jim. Hey. And they they left. They're like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna head home. And my now wife, I can't believe. Truly, I don't mean to be just like a bumbling straight guy comedian. I the the fact that she married me after seeing me at this one of my all time low moments <laughs> is truly a credit to the generosity of her spirit. I love it. We were on the boardwalk, and there was one of those games where you like throw a. It's like you throw a ping pong ball into a cup and you have to get it to total 20 points. Sure. And I, it was like, whatever, two bucks to play. And then if you run out of, you get 10. Take 10, you loser. You won't be able to do it. <laughs> Go and crazy. And so I'm, I get very close. I get close enough that they're like, I, I go, ah, 10, I'm pretty close. But, you know, you win some, you lose some, you lose some. And I go to walk away and he's like, well, for $4, I give yeah. you another ball. Always. Of course. And I go, all right. And so I threw the next ball, and I think I got maybe got even sunk that one, and it got close, but didn't get me as many points as I need. And he goes, "I go well, you know, we had a, we had a good run. Yeah. This was a good time." He goes, "But look, if you give me eight dollars, I'll give you another ball." And I go, I look at my wallet, and I go, "All right, eight dollars. We're so close. Yeah. I'm gonna gonna win my gonna win my lady this uh Fish. this stuffed yeah, animal, bird. right? Mm-hmm. Just one one more toss, eight dollars. Sure." A small price to pay for being a boardwalk hero. <laughs> right. So I throw it and I miss. And I go, oh, fuck. And he goes, well, look, for $16, <gasps> guess how much money I was taken for oh, by this no. carnival game? Um, I say $40. I say $100. $80. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That checks out. It gets worse. It gets worse? <laughs> I am. I. It's not an even 80. It was probably like 76 because it's like all power of two, right? So I think the most expensive one I spent was like $32, right? Like oh I didn't God. spend one throw for $80. But I was because like, right. it was like 16, 
And then 32. Yes, it's adding up. And you've already spent, however, like 25 at this point. You're like, what's another 10? Like, I'm already in it. Yeah. I'm going to get the thing, right? They they know what they're doing. Right. And so I, I spend the like 72, 80, whatever, $80. It's humiliating. It's like so much money. I was like, oh, people are starving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I I'm starving. $80 yeah. losing a carnival game. I'm the problem. <laughs> Um, oh, Maris just texted me from the other room that she texted me that she knows what story uh-huh. I'm telling. She can hear me like through the wall. And so, so there's what, so he go. so we go to walk away and we get like eight steps. So I go, he goes, okay, for $64. <laughs> and I go, dude, I don't have money. And yeah. I can't, I say this, I go, I can't go to an ATM to take out $60 to throw one ping pong ball. Yeah, goes, yeah all right, Okay. All right. All right. And you know, he was doing this stuff about like, all right, well, look, you'll make really happy yeah, you win yeah, the bear, yeah. you know, the whole time. But uh, so, so $80 and we go to walk away and I'm like, oh, like what kind of like pissing contest did i get yeah. into with this carney i just feel like such a <laughs> like a tool and he goes so we get eight ten steps away and he goes hey and i turn back and i'm like what yeah, now what like want? come on and he goes i want you to have this and he holds up the stuffed animal and he just gives it oh. to me out of pity because <laughs> i spent so, so much you. money on it. this game that that i cleared his overhead oh, and for then sure <laughs> for sure and he felt so bad and the stuffed animal it's like a if you described Winnie the Pooh <laughs> to like an right. eight-year-old who didn't know what Winnie the Pooh right. was, and we're like, sculpt this, <laughs> and and we call it Vinnie the Pooh because it just looks like it's like knockoff Winnie Pointy the Pooh, probably. Yeah. And, and we still, it's oh yeah, it's not no. soft. It's like it's one of those that's full of like it's just like a, a soft skin over like hard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. I would say, without question, the worst thing we own. <laughs> but maybe and that's what maybe that's what made Maris fall in love with you. She was like, maybe. maybe. This idiot. I gotta protect him. Vinny the Pooh was protect- magic. Yeah. He's he's getting scammed left and right unless mm-hmm. I step in. But yeah, so we I think she was like ready to 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 ditch it when we moved a few years ago, when we moved within Brooklyn. And I was like, we are not throwing away this bear that I spent $80 <laughs> yes, on. The most expensive gift you've ever given her. <laughs> most, expe- most expensive yeah. gift I've ever given her. Today. Yeah, today. Uh, yeah. Anniversaries. Weddings. It's all yeah, second all to second. Vin, Vin kills it. It, I don't even know where it is. We like put it, we like made the deal that we wouldn't throw it away. Like it wasn't like a negotiation, but we were like, okay, we should keep okay. it, but we'll put it somewhere in the house where we never have to <laughs> Right. See. And I think... I think it's like it's either I think it's high on a shelf in our closet in the bedroom yeah. that it's you like don't above see him but Vin sees you that's all us. that matters yeah, yeah. he needs well to, he's watching he over to watch us down. Mm-hmm. yeah like our he's like our ring camera he he sends video of us right to the police in New York this plays into the what Dave Hill was telling us about the sunk cost fallacy so like it's a real thing if mm-hmm. you've sunk money in you're like I've got to be getting closer so I have to put more money in and it just doesn't work like that. Yes, it it does not. You're right. Like if you spend sixteen dollars getting scammed on a carnival game, you do not like owe it. Like it's not like a wise investment to spend another sixteen dollars. Yeah, it's not. It's still just like a ping pong ball in a cup. But I'll say that that carny was one of the good ones. <laughs> as much as he took from you, <laughs> no, but he still gave you mm-hmm. Vinny the Pooh. He like, still gave me the thing because he could have just said no. Like no, I but I feel like him giving it to him is like. 
you just got your ass handed to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. That's what it felt like. But maybe he's like, look, this is what I do. This is my profession. Profession. This is my trade. And this guy deserves a vin. The poo. It felt to me like he just beat me at basketball and then signed his autograph across my shirt. <laughs> right. Like Zorro. Like I got Zorroed by a carny. <laughs> like, like just the letter Z. But it's this. It's this horrible but bear. Maris saw this all go down. How did she react? She was very gracious. I also. You know how. When you are in a relationship for a long time with somebody, you get that, like, communication of, like, oh, hey, didn't we have somewhere to be? And they go, oh, yeah, we should leave. And then you get out of there and you're like, we didn't have anywhere to be. Like, yeah, this party stinks, though. And so we hadn't been dating long enough that we had that down. So I kept going, like, wow, you know, it's uh, (sighs) – I spent 16 bucks. I I gave it my best. And like, we're pretty far from home. So we should. And she was like, oh, we're cool. Like, I don't have to get up for work. And I was like. She enabled the carny. She, it was not her fault. We, I just like, I wasn't putting down the signals clearly enough for how new the relationship was. Yeah. So I don't blame her. Like, because I would be, and I wasn't, as strongly as I say it now, I was probably like, oh, do we have time for this? You know what I mean? Like, do I have time? Sure. You weren't really good at I, it. I was not. Yeah. And I think she was probably like, do we have time for you to throw one more ping pong ball? Sure, if you'd like to. Like, she was, just, you know, yeah. I it's got not all the like, time in the world. <laughs> how, how long is this going to take? 90? 120 seconds? And so yeah, too polite. We, yeah, so it was not her fault, but it was like we just didn't have our signals straight yet. Sure, sure. And so I was like, in my head, I was desperately like, please free me from this prison of my own toxic masculinity. <laughs> and she was like, hey, no, this is fun. We're doing boardwalk stuff. This is We're on a stay date. Stay in prison. Yeah, stay in prison. <laughs> um, but that's like what, yeah. So it was so funny. And I was like, I was like sweating. I felt like, like every poker movie where it was just like, oh God, I'm risking it all. There's a zoom like, in suddenly on your face and you're like, I know I'm making a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you could see, uh, I was like, well, I could give you $30 or I could give you my only son's birth certificate. <laughs> just like risking way more than I could afford. Wait, this leads me to another question. How are you with gambling? Like, do you gamble? Are you a gambler or not? I'm pretty moderate. Okay. But I do... I will – I have also had gamble – like, not long-term problems, but, like, I, one time I was I was at a comedy club. Uh, this was, like, 2008, maybe? This year. Maybe. No, I was I was, dude, this was two this year. I, I was at a comedy club. I was at a comedy club two months yeah. ago. Nobody was there. Couldn't tell no why. Um, I was, like, emceeing this weekend of shows, and it was, like, $50 a show for for whatever it was five six shows Mm -hmm. and so it was like and they were putting i think they were putting me up so it was like okay i'm a newish comic and like that's that's not nothing like 300 bucks and like room and board and like i had to you know drive myself down and back from connecticut but that's that's all built in whatever so um i was not like looking down my nose at that money but i uh the the sunday like before the last show the headliner and then the the other opener who you know were both getting paid substantially more than I was we're like oh let's go to um Mohegan Sun or whatever let's go yeah we'll play a little poker and I lost I think my whole <gasps> paycheck playing oh, poker no. to the point that the headliner like gave me a bunch of money like gave me like an I think it was like 
80 bucks back. That's I was amazing. just like, hey man, Aww. here, like you shouldn't have taken that hit so hard. And I was like, I, yeah, I was like early 20s and was like, I, I just want to be hang out with the guys. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you know, just like bad at poker, just like threw away $250 in like an hour and a half. Of course like an you idiot. did. Uh, again, once again, That's a prisoner much. of your own masculinity. Well, that was like, that was, I. it was less about like, proving that I was a man but I was like I just want to like have fun hanging out with the comics and it's like comics on their off time it's so fun and you want to build relationships yeah exactly and it was like this is the activity we're doing and I guess there was a little toxicity so and that I wasn't like oh I certainly can't afford this (laughs) and like an adult man I will recuse myself from the proceedings (laughs) I'll watch you lose yeah it was right it wasn't like a macho thing but it was like I should have like just grown There's up the and been like, mm, yeah, right. Yeah. And like, I, I was that we were all there together. I couldn't just be like, well, see you guys later. I'll sit at the buffet. I don't like that feeling, which is not a shock. Yeah. Nobody likes like losing two hundred fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. But what I mean is like the I've never gotten like good enough at any kind of gambling where like I you get the rush that you're like, oh, this is what the I'm chasing. Risk. I just yeah, yeah I just Same. like hanging out and like playing cards yeah same Mm -hmm. yeah i can never like close a deal i used to play chess with my brother when i was little and and i'm still at the point where like i can play chess i can get down to where we each have like four pieces left but when it comes to an end game i got no idea i got no idea (laughs) like i'll just move pawns back and forth forever yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) so i feel like it's it's like that a little yeah yes exactly and and it's not like i i wait like even with there are games that I play that I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'll occasionally play a video game or like a sport or, you know, some, you know, some kind of thing where I'm like, I'm not good at, which I don't, I prefer to do things that I'm good at. I'm very, uh, I, I'm very vain and prideful sure, and yeah. easily embarrassed. We are. But, but I think with gambling, it's like one of those things where like, I, I stay away mostly because I know that I, the, the losing feels worse to me than I think the winning would feel good most of the time. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I could I could bet enough money that I'm nervous and uncomfortable, but like, that's not fun for me. Some people it is fun for. No. Yeah. And you can like, get wrapped into it. I know that's the thing. I won like $180 the first time I stepped into a casino when I was old enough. And I was like, wow, I'm a genius. Like, it really, <laughs> I got that rush the first time I played the first game. Oh, yeah. And then I, you know, lost a bunch and went home with 80, but I was still like, I still have that little like inkling every time I go and I'm like, what if this is that crazy moment? Mm -hmm. And oh, we 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 were in Vegas. Maris and I were in Vegas last summer. I was performing at a festival and we were staying at a casino because that's what the hotels are. And we went downstairs to the to like the gaming floor and we played the Titanic slot machine. (laughs) There was like, oh no, yeah, which was like, oh, this is fun. And we put in like ten bucks or something. And we sat for half an hour and won like 45 bucks. And we were like, oh, that's enough that we can go out and buy lunch. So we like cashed out and felt great. You know what I mean? I wasn't like, this 40 could be 400 by by dinner time. And and we could really make something of ourselves. So I'm like, not, it's not that I'm like a bad gambler. It's just that that carny was pushing my buttons. He changed your life. He knew what he was doing. It was psychological and now torture. You've saved money <laughs> since. So maybe there is a weird blessing in this Vinnie the Pooh. Yes, I think you're right. Now, Josh, have you been the victim of any other scams? <laughs> Let me think. 
those are the big ones. I get a lot of those robocalls that are like, please call me right now about your car insurance. And I'm like, I don't have a car. Today I answered one and it was a machine that said, oh, I'm so happy you answered. So it was somebody casually had recorded that jaunty response, but it was like still I heard a click and I hung up right away. Uh, my mm-hmm. husband, because it was on speakerphone, he's like, wait, who was that? I was like, no, no, that is a recording of a machine that casually says something to keep you on the phone while they store your number. I was so annoyed. That bothered me so much. Oh, wait, we have here too. Um, did you want to chat at all about Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum heist? Oh, yes. So this is my favorite Yes, of course. Let's talk about your favorite heist. This is okay. As I mentioned, from Massachusetts, I talk about it all the time. I (laughs) am very uninteresting. Um, But no, you're just consistent. We went in. I'm consistent. Yes, that's right. I I bring it regularly. What do I bring? Don't worry about (laughs) it. Don't worry about it. It's on time. Yeah. So there's a museum in downtown Boston called the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum, which is this one old rich lady's private collection of art, and she left it in like a trust that it would be preserved her estate and this all this art would be preserved as a museum and one of the things she one of the stipulations of the museum was that like you could they could never move anything exactly as she was like this painting goes here and that one goes there and then i'm dead and that's forever (laughs) i love it i love it it's like a very fascinating and she didn't she was like a collector of art. I think that she was probably like a problematic figure as she was a rich person a hundred years ago. So like, you don't want to dig too deep. She's not like the greatest lady, I think. Yeah. Just scratch um, the surface. Yeah. Not big fans. Yeah. But she was not like a, she didn't curate the museum like a museum. She was just like, I like this one as much as that one. And they go next to each other. <laughs> okay. But now when you go, there was a, a big art heist in the, in 1990. Wow. And it is it's i think it's the largest the the most valuable unsolved art heist still to this Ooh, day still unsolved okay still unsolved and the, um some of the paintings were cut out of the frames <gasps> and because of the endowment of the museum they just are like that is my understanding so there's just like empty cuz you can't take them down you can't take them down and you can't replace them <gasps> so there's just empty frames <gasps> i believe still it's crazy to me that that's the place that you would take paintings from she doesn't have a taste in art you know what i mean she's just like whatever it's not like picasso's or whatever no 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 i mean there are really good ones okay okay yeah 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 yeah. so they empty sorry the today empty frames remain in the i'm on the website what i think so interesting too is whomever did that heist obviously knew that the paintings couldn't be moved or changed because why would you cut them out unless it's a very popular art scam to like cut out of the frame just take the frame i don't know i so uh, there's there's a a podcast specifically about this called last scene and it was done by the boston globe and i think wbur like the boston public radio station and one of the things they said which is like very funny to me is like you think about an art heist as like a sophisticated gentleman criminal (laughs) but it's like it's the same guy who steals anything valuable and sells it. Like, it's the same guy who would, like, steal a car right. and sell a car. Sure. So, and that's not – I'm not being like, this is a garbage person. But what I mean is, like, it's not a different fancy class of criminal. Type it's of just criminal, like right. Yeah. It's just a guy who – this is how he makes his living. And so, okay, it says the empty frames remain hanging in the museum as a placeholder for the missing works and symbols of hope awaiting their return. But I – so maybe the other thing is an apocryphal story that I picked up somewhere. But they the empty frames are still there, which I think is, like, very – 
visually fascinating. Yeah, that doesn't seem hopeful to me. It seems kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Awaiting their return. Give it up, guys. Yeah, it's been it's been. They're 30 not going to walk back. <laughs> yeah. No. Dad went out for cigarettes. He's not coming back. Yeah. Um, He's got a new life. So I recommend that. It's a narrative true crime podcast where, like, it's not just like, and they they cut him up into a hundred pieces and left each piece in a different county. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I love a narrative true crime about like kind of nothing, like a low stakes. Yeah, yeah, I love and that. It's, yeah. And it's and it's it's both high stakes in that the value of the art is so much, but low stakes in that you're not like every episode you're not like, oh, I hope they're okay. You're like, yeah, it's just stuff. And no so and and they stole. This was like expensive art, but the the it was not you know curated fancy so so i think they just cut it out of the frames for like speed like rather than like unbolt them from the wall they were just like quick, 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 and then ran with them um what if it was like her grandson who's <laughs> like i'm so would sick love of my it. Yeah. <laughs> grandma with this stupid trust and i'm just gonna cut him out yeah. and show her and then rolls him up sends him to 23 and me <laughs> and i was like can i get these bad <laughs> please baptized. bless these paintings okay yes. <laughs> can you baptize yeah this is a painting of this guy the guy in this painting is definitely dead yeah <laughs> The frame is waiting for him to return. I got to send, send them back. Send his ass to heaven. frames. Hilarious. <laughs> um, but that's, I, that is my favorite scam of all time. Unsolved. Hundreds of millions, I think, adjusted value of art between paintings and like, yeah. That's so weird because can't they trace the painting like to see where the paintings end up in other places? I don't think they've shown up though. They, oh. They've tracked them. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. If you sell it on the black market, it's for your own personal collection, yeah. or overseas and not museum overseas. Right. Like just some some guy who's like, "Hey, where'd you get some these paintings?" Guy. And like, "Don't worry about it." Like, <laughs> At a carnival. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, I threw I threw a ping pong ball into a cup, and this guy gave me the this Monet. It was eighty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> he felt bad for me. But that is my favorite. It's so the podcast is so good. I recommend it all the time. Last scene. Last scene. S e e n. I love an art heist. I love a heist. Me too. It is. Me too. They're delightful. I forget who it was. It was maybe Jesse David Fox, who um, writer and editor at Vulture, hosted the Good One podcast, and Demi Ejiwebe were tweeting about heist movies the other night, and it spurred that I think it might be my favorite genre of movie. It's like get, stealing from the rich and giving to the poor, or like stealing yes. from the rich. Yes. There's no consequences. Yeah, because art right. is subjective. You know, you know um, heist, right? When you call it a heist, it, you're not just like, I punch this guy and I take his wallet. You like, <laughs> yeah. you're talking about a, the stakes of like, this person has so much that it's called a heist when there's I steal from There's a craft them. to it usually. Yeah, there's like a lot of thinking involved. You get a gang together like Ocean's Eleven, like that's fun. I love that. One person's good at numbers. One person's good with accents. Yes. It's like everybody yep. has their skill. Yep. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> It's so fun. It's such a fun genre movie. But Sue, you're totally right. In a heist, you know, sometimes things go badly. Like even like in like Reservoir Dogs, but a heist gone badly, right? But it's never like, oh, you shouldn't steal all that. Come on. Right. Exactly. It's like these people <laughs> no. deserve to be stolen from. Yes. The villain is often the victim. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Which is great. You're Which like rooting fine. for bad things us. to happen. And you, and, and for us. George Clooney to like call Andy Garcia and be like, I stole all your casino money or whatever. And it feels good. It feels like you stole the money as well. You feel validated as a viewer. I would love to. I would love that. Yeah. Josh, thank you so much. Thank Josh, you for having me. so lovely. And guys, if you've loved listening to Josh as much as we have, 
His new podcast is a comedy game show podcast called Make My Day. Check it out. It's so good. It's weekly. Every Tuesday. Yes, Josh, you're, you're the best. Thank you for coming on. You're such a delight. You, you are such delights. This was like truly a pleasure and a thrill. And I appreciate you having me on. Yay. Oh, thank you so much. And good luck with your packages. And thank don't you. ever be embarrassed about wanting a refund. Thank you. Yeah. And just don't get scammed, Josh. I worry about you. I worry about me. <laughs> Or send screenshots of all your texts and we will confirm with you. We'll be like, that's a scam. That's real. That's actually a grandmother. That's a lying grandmother. We'll tell you. <laughs> I, I get so – I will like call any – if anyone sends me anything that's like – because I know how trusting I am. If someone sends me a thing that's like, hey, this is your this is your bank or whatever. Log in and blah, blah, blah. I'll like call the bank and be like, did you just email me the bank? Like I'm <laughs> – I'm so old and so... No, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah. That's good. Oh, you know what it was recently? Was like some some place that I'd written for wrote to me and they were like, hey, we think like this check got sent to the wrong address and it never got deposited. Can you resend your information and we'll resend you the check? And I like called someone that I know that works there and was like, is this real or is somebody trying to rip me off? <laughs> yeah, steal my identity. Was it real? It was real, yeah. Oh, good. No, but usually it's not. I'm yeah. impressed that it was real. Yeah, I was I was worried because yeah. I – and I, I like went – and then I had to go to this person and be like, sorry for the delay emailing you. I thought you might have been a fake person because I've never heard of you before. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know you, bitch. Not going to send mm-hmm. you my numbers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Josh. So thank you. Oh, I love it. Josh, thank thanks you. again. This was so great. Thank you. You're such a delight. And we appreciate you taking all your time to chat oh, with us. Oh, such so a fun. joy. I had so much fun. And guys, if you have um, been scammed on a Josh Gondolin level, please <laughs> let us oh, know. Oh, I don't like that I'm my own tier of scams. <laughs> if you've been scanning carnivals, text <laughs> packages, carnivals, right. you know. <laughs> carnivals, fake horny women. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can always. If someone just. If someone just takes your stuff and thinks you're not going to do anything about yeah, it. You name it. If you're a haunted bear that sits on a shelf, <laughs> let, us, let know. us know. I'll, I'll, I'll email you a picture of the bear, too. It's so horrible. I want it. We're using it in our Instagram photo of you. Okay. you think, this is Josh and his bear. I can't wait. Yeah, guys, you can always reach out to us. And like I said before, you can call our hot tip hotline, which is 347-509. I had it memorized. I had it. I'm hold on. Now I'm all nervous. Go ahead. Five zero nine nine four one four. Yep, that's it. <laughs> I think. <laughs> sure, why not? Just call us. And you can always email us at scamwellpodcast@gmail.com or check out our website for old episodes, for our Patreon, for merch, any of that good yeah, stuff. And we love you guys. And hang in there. We're all just Don't like get scammed, crawling through this year. <laughs> but it's almost over. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. 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 stranger, I'd like to introduce you to something new, or perhaps something very, very old. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine is a horror fantasy medical mystery, following the titular monk 
turned traveling medical investigator. Follow Radolf as he navigates a nightmare world in which viruses are gods and the human race are not their favored children. Steeped in history and an aesthetic that can only be described as a combination of occult academia and laboratory Judaica, the heresies of Radolf Burntwine have been described as Umberto Eco meets H.P. Lovecraft. For more information, check out the Patreon at thorb.info. But take care, dear stranger, for some truths are best left unknown.